Today's guest began to make changes with what she put in, on, and around her and used this approach with clients to improve health, sometimes even eliminating the need for prescribed medications. Dr. LaFera Young is here today to talk about how she healed and in healing her autoimmune disease, led her down the path to her luxury clean beauty business. You're going to get to hear all about it right here on the Charvette Mitchell radio show after this quick intro. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell radio show live from Richmond, Virginia. And now here to motivate, excite, and influence you. Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard and seen all across the world, wide web. Listen, we are super excited to have all of you tuning in uh, for the live, live broadcast. Hey there, Facebook, three different places in Facebook. Hey there, YouTube. Listen, we we see you hanging in there uh, already coming in from YouTube, um, from LinkedIn, from let's see here, everywhere all around the world wide web, Charvette.com. Certainly those that are, are checking this out. Hey there. Thank you so much for the happy, uh, happy birthday wishes that we see coming on in. Yes. If you follow me on social media, you know that I celebrated a month milestone birthday uh, this past weekend. So um, if you don't know, uh, look on my pages after the show, of course, after the show. And then certainly we appreciate all those, again, that are going to be checking this out in all of the podcast platforms and on Blog Talk Radio. We are excited. We are excited to be here and see you again all coming on in. Hey, Hey there, Sherry. Thank you so much for being here. We are excited. We are excited to have you. Listen, this is an episode that you want to share out. Go ahead and hit that share button. Go ahead and hit that share button. Go ahead and hit that share button. And we're going to jump right on into things. Now, of course, this segment is brought to you by my upcoming pop-up conference for women entrepreneurs that's taking place here in the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, live, live, in person, November 4th, which is for our VIPs, and that is sold out. But November 5th and 6th, we have registration available for you. So register, register, register. Uh, And I'm telling you what, you want to do that before October 12th because registration closes out. October 12th. So you can jump over to heygirlhey.biz. That's right, heygirlhey.biz and uh, get everything that you need and find out all about our speakers and our session topics and all the things. And I want to see you at the sixth annual pop-up conference for women entrepreneurs. All right, there you have it. There you have it. Again, welcome uh, to all of those that are popping on in. Um, Our guest is hanging out in the virtual studio. I'm bringing her up to the mic momentarily. Hello, Dr. Jackie. Thank you for being here. Hello, Carlefia. Thank you for being here. Listen, my mom is here. Thank you, mom. Thank you for being here. You can't, you can't do it without your mom, right? All right. So let's go ahead and tell you a little bit about our guest. And we are going to chat today. I'm super excited to have Dr. LaFera Young is with us. She is a triple board certified physician and founder of LaFera & Co., uh, which is a wellness and beauty company. She's on a mission to educate and empower women on the go about the role of self-care and healthy lifestyle changes and choices to prevent and reverse a disease using clean products they can trust. And also she's doing this with her speaking engagements and uh, her best-selling book, Choose 
to be healthy. That's C-H-E-W-S. All right. We are excited uh, to have Dr. LaFera with us. And I'm bringing her up to the mic right now, live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hello and welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me today. Oh, we are excited to have you. Listen, the uh, the love and the viewers are pouring on in. Um, and so I just want to really jump in uh, to this so that they can learn a little bit more about you and your backstory. So what got you into medicine? Let's start there. Okay. I got into medicine. I finished medical school, say, early 2000s. <laughs> and I got into medicine. Um, initially, I wanted to be a doctor um, for similar reasons to other people, I wanted to help people, wanted to help people to, 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 to be better, and, and I didn't like to see people suffer. And mm-hmm. it became more of a personal uh, mission to me uh, that I was going to be a doctor when, when I was around the age of 16, and I oh, wow. started having issues with joint aches and feeling tired all the time, and and. Wow come to find out I had an autoimmune disorder. Uh, I didn't have a diagnosis. They didn't know exactly which one I had, but Mm. when I found out about it, it just totally changed the way that I I thought about myself. I felt about myself and I felt like I had to do something in order to improve the quality of my own life. And so that was motivation to me to go ahead and to continue on that, that, that goal that I had set for myself, continue on that track and pursue my my desires to become a doctor. And so I didn't know any doctors personally. Wow. So I, I I felt like I needed to get the best grades possible. And so I was I became valedictorian. I graduated at the top All of right. my college. We clap it up for that. Yes. <laughs> I graduated graduated at the top of my college. Um class and I also graduated in the top 25% top 25th percentile of my medical school class um, in Boston and I had never been outside of the state but um, I went up there because I felt like in order for me to grow and in order for me to to become the person that people respected and people didn't really see the same person that left I had to go somewhere else to get away and the mm. whole time I was away becoming a doctor, one of the things in the back of my mind was that you have this autoimmune condition and stress. Uh, my reception. OK, yeah. And stress <laughs> is one of the things that make this, this autoimmune condition worse. And so in the back of my mind, even choosing which field I was going to go into, I needed to choose a field where. I was going to be comfortable financially, yeah. but I also needed to to feel like I was not going to be really stressed and and losing a lot of sleep. You know, things classic for um, classic for for doctors, the field of, of uh, medicine. You know, you're sleeping, yeah. high, you're stressed. We have high suicide rates, and so mm. I wanted to choose a career um, where I wasn't um, putting that extra stress on myself. So. I chose pathology. I am right. a metapathologist. Um, before I decided to to kind of pursue that in my last few months of, of medical school, I only met a pathologist once. And that was when I was shadowing an oncologist. And I said, the onco- 
oncologists have such a sad job, you know, you know, they, they may be getting ready to die and they have to tell these people, you know, yeah, their prognosis and, and how they may not be doing well. And then I end up choosing pathology and patients, which, um, yeah, it, it was ironic to me that, that I ended up choosing that. Um, but I chose chose that field because of the lifestyle that I would be able to have, not being so so fast paced. And I was actually yeah. going on and you know, think about stuff and not be, you know, always running, you know, like like we think of, of other doctors doing. And yeah. So, yeah. So I chose to become a pathologist and when I became a pathologist, um my autoimmune condition, which had kind of left me alone throughout medical school, decided to come back. And so uh. while I was in residency, I was I started having kidney stones. I started having um, I started having problems with my vision. Um, oh, wow. And that's when I finally received a diagnosis of sarcoidosis um, because it was in both of my eyes and both of my eyes had just turned red for I don't know what reason. And I ended up being diagnosed. They said the only people, the ophthalmologist that diagnosed me said the only people that they knew of that had this diagnosis had sarcoidosis. And I said, Mm. I don't know that. Because I had had a patient in Boston with that. And Mm -hmm. he did not do well. He had it in his lungs and he didn't do well. Mm. And so I decided that I needed to do something in order to change change my course because I wasn't going to end up like him and I wasn't going to end up like the pictures um, that I saw in the books and like the people that I heard about with this diagnosis. And so I became a health coach. Um, After a while, I wasn't working in the hospital for several months and um, I opened up a restaurant. Wow. Food. It was a Cajun restaurant and it's just something about the way that that food interact with food and and talk about food and um, that that made me realize you know there's something to the food aspect of the health thing so I I dove deeper into that when I went to become a health coach and Mm -hmm. I actually started doing cooking demonstrations and teaching people about healthy eating as part of my mission as a health coach because Wow. I feel like in order to to achieve the, the best health possible, you have to start before you get to a point of where the disease actually develops. You have to start yeah. before you're actually sick. You have to you have to be mindful of choices you make before you get sick. And if you are sick, you don't have to behave that way. You can actually reverse it. And mm. I did learn a lot of that in health coaching school. Um, and so it was kind of a little bit different coming from a medical background uh, where we give a pill for this and for this and this. Well, right. School, we learn to go for the root cause of whatever is causing whatever you're seeing the patient for or whatever you're seeing a client for. And so I did write a book when I was pregnant. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's my third child, but my second pregnancy because um, I had twins. Um, 10 years before that. So oh, wow. And um, I didn't even know I could have kids anymore. But when I realized I could, I was like, I, I want to do that because um, 
I just, I just, I just wanted to to be able to share share my life with with another little baby, and so yeah. I was over forty. We wrote the book together. Um, I turned the the rough draft of the book in um, the the morning. <laughs> I went to the hospital. <laughs> oh <laughs> so my goodness! Together, we took our um, self specialty recertification boards together and passed. Um, <laughs> so. Um, and so I realized uh, when I was pregnant that I needed to change. Um, and even before I became pregnant, I needed to change what I put in on and around my body in order mm. for me to to create this holistic state of wellness that that I saw some of the people achieving when I was going through health coaching school. And that's because a lot of the foods that we that we consume, um, we make we may assume that they're they're healthy. But yeah. unless we're eating organic fruits and vegetables that actually agree with us because everybody's different and not yeah. everything is going to agree with everybody, then we're not doing everything that we can to create our best health. Unless we're reading our labels or our products that we put on our face, we're not doing everything we can to create our best health because a lot of the products that we use and we trust manufacturers yeah. to, to give us safe stuff to put on our face. But I was actually, I was actually looking at a label for some foundation that I, I really like and a lot of people really like. And I looked at the label and it had something called um, parabens in it. Now, if hmm. you don't know what that, what those look like because the names are so long, you won't know that, but parabens are linked to hormone disruption. And hmm. a lot of, a lot of us have issues with hormone disruption. A lot of us have that's that's um, a source for some of our health problems. Um, things like oh, estrogen um, disruptors, um, and we talk about you know fibroids in the African American community. Um, yeah. A lot of those those conditions are hormone sensitive, and so if we if we watch because we can't get rid of everything in our environment, you know, we're right. not OCD like that, you know, to that extent, you know. Um, that's crazy. But if we are mindful to the point to where we can, you know, cut out things here and there, then that can make a big impact in, in a lot of our overall health. And so wow. for me, uh, knowing that I already started out with like at least one strike, I wanted to <laughs> to make sure that I could I could do something. And so I did change what I ate. Mm. Um I'm gluten free. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> I managed cut out all my flare ups. I, 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 most of my flare ups. You know, if I if I don't sleep, which that's a challenge for me, that's like a self care thing to sleep. Uh -huh. that I really don't do well than I'm supposed to do. Um, but if I don't sleep well, um, I could get a flare up. But I, I cut out gluten, um, and I was able to come off the steroids. Um, that I have been on uh, on and off for probably 20 years. Um, wow. Probably 20 years uh, on and off of steroids, um, more so in my 30s. I was on a lot of steroids, so I had the big puffy cheeks. Um, yeah. I, I, I didn't eat as much as I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up kind of tricking my body and drinking lots of um, fluids and trying to stay away from sugar. So I didn't blow up like, you know, steroids can do people. Normally do, yeah. But, yeah, so I was doing things like that even then um, to try to alter um, 
the course of the medicines that sometimes we have to take um, through conventional medicine. Um, I was trying to alter the course of, of what those would do to my body by doing doing natural things and finding out things that I could do to not have to take so much of those those conventional medicines. And so that's when I got into changing the food and changing actually the beauty products. You know, now that I knew better, I realized that um, there are there are beauty, uh, clean beauty companies out there. Um, mm-hmm. There aren't that many created by doctors. Um, there ah, aren't that which, many created by African-American <laughs> female doctors. Yes, um, which makes you different and stand out yes. in the in the market. And I just I do want to just capture. I, this is so good. All right, you all throw up some hearts. I see you coming in. Throw up some hearts uh, for Dr. LaFera. And uh, thank you. Um, wow, this is such great information. Sherry is saying changing her eating habits changed her life. She hasn't been on any medication in several years. So just some people testifying and witnessing um, as they are listening and. I love you said so much. So first of all, I recognize you have scrubs on. So like literally, you know, <laughs> you have you're wearing your you, you're, you're just coming from wherever. So we recognize you're at work. <laughs> oh, you're still at work. So we reckon like <laughs> true, you know, medical doctor here, medical physician, uh, those that are that are listening in. Um, and so I love there was so much you said. And I love that we gave the background because a lot of times with companies, we don't know where, you know, your company is going to be multi, multi million, you know, down the road. At some point, it might already be, but people will be able to hear this and hear the story behind this brand that that you are building. And so at 16, recognizing I want to I'm going to do something different and I want to change the path, not knowing or seeing any doctors and going into this into this field. I just want to recognize that early on you were on to such um, such greatness. And so um, when did you decide what was the catalyst to say, okay, I want to create my own uh, you know, luxury, uh, skincare brand, clean brand. What was the catalyst? Okay. So the catalyst for that was, you know, a lot of, a lot of times we feel like we have to, we have to compromise. We have to, we have to choose between if we're, if we're going to try to live clean, we have to choose between looking good and feeling good mm. because a lot of the clean products might not work as well as the the regular products you know they may not yeah. get the, the makeup office as uh easily as the products that aren't clean and so if you want to be clean you gotta you know work a little bit harder at it to you know to use the products you got to be committed to it and yeah. i wanted to make that not so much of a, a choice that we had to choose you know we should be able to do both we should be able to if we want to look good we should be able to look good and then we shouldn't in a few years have to worry about well, I was wearing this makeup every day. You know, I got all this buildup, you know, who knows how much of how much of these chemicals I have in my body. Mm, you know, we shouldn't have to yeah. choose between we shouldn't have to make those types of decisions. And we shouldn't we shouldn't have to be detectives when we're buying stuff. But honestly, like whatever we whatever we consume, we should we should really be conscious and mindful of whatever we're consuming. Um, so I wanted to provide products where we can kind of let our guard down a little bit, um, uh-huh. but we still we still know we look good, and uh-huh. we're also gonna feel good too, you know, in in the near future because that's that's taking down that that toxin load that that we're building up, um, those things that we're putting on our bodies. You know, people always talk about doing detoxes, 
when people talk about doing detoxes because daily we're putting things in on and around us that are accumulating in our bodies and we're, we're trying to help we're trying to help our liver and our skin and our kidneys yeah. to get rid of those things well if you don't put them in there if they don't have to work as hard and you don't have to work as hard to do like a water fast or whatever kind of detox you're trying to do to get rid of them and so that motivated me to start a clean um beauty company because like awesome. i said i already got at least one strike so um, <laughs> i'm trying to get trying to push that back even further so i don't really have a strike and so yeah. i wanted to create products where i felt comfortable um that that someone had had looked at what was in the products um or what they were going to put in the products before they put them out there to people and before they you know before and and so safety wasn't an afterthought like okay uh yeah it's it's, it's safe no um before i put it out there i made sure that if i am working with the lab or if i'm working with it at home and i make it i know what i put in it and i know what i didn't put in it and what i didn't put in it is just as important to me as what i put in it because to wow. me i'm i'm keeping i'm helping that's that's the doctor in me mm -hmm. um, i'm i'm helping keep people safe um through beauty i know people might not have understood that when i first said that that's what i actually wanted to do uh -huh. um, but i feel like that's an extension of me you know, taking the oath to, to keep people safe and to do no harm, you know? Wonderful. And so I know that you have magnetic, magnetic lashes. Mm -hmm. uh, so was that the first product um, that you decided to, to create? And tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, I do have on some magnetic <laughs> lashes. Um, All right. <laughs> my own lashes fell out. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, they fell out. Okay. Yeah, I, I was one of those people that my mom, she was like, you you don't look as lively uh, when you don't do anything to your to your eyes. Um, your eyes wake you up. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But uh -huh. mascara is making my eyes turn pink and burn. <laughs> and so she's like, why don't you get some of those extensions? And I was like, okay, I'll get some extensions. I got some extensions. And after like the second second round of extensions, I didn't have any more lashes. And so, mm -hmm. so then I started using like I had come across some magnetic lashes and but they were big and like they were okay. comfortable and like I was wearing them to work because I had lashes. Uh-huh. <laughs> we love our lashes. Like, I'm a lash girl. <laughs> Where you going? I'm like, work. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you're really so glam for like, work, okay. Dr. LaFera. <laughs> well, um, I like having lashes. They do make me look awake and like, you know, even if I'm tired, they kind of hide the, you know, puffy. Uh -huh. So I said, I want to create my own line of magnetic lashes. But that's not that you know, creating those, it, it still created a problem because putting this the, the liner on the magnetic liner also created the problem of now you got to get it off because you can't you shouldn't sleep in True. it right so and and that comes back to the clean beauty products it's like using those clean beauty products you're going to be a lot of them you're gonna you're gonna be sitting there scrubbing and and doing all that scrubbing and rubbing could predispose you to getting wrinkles on your eyelids and around your eyes because you, you're tugging on that gentle skin and so mm. you shouldn't have to sacrifice and compromise, you know, your your beauty and your youthful look 
because yeah. you're, you're trying to have lashes. And so that's why I said, I need to create a system. You know, I want something that you can put on. And then when you get ready to take it off, you still look, you know, you still look youthful. And yeah. you still have healthy skin, healthy youthful skin and radiant skin. And so that's when I decided that I wanted to do a, um, a luxury clean beauty line. You know, I wanted to have a chic look to it. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I am a doctor. I like nice looking stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, and I'm going to put a lot of time and effort into what goes into it. So so that's that's what motivated me to to do the lashes. And, and plus okay. with the lashes, it's not like I do have a serum coming out, a growth serum. But oh, OK. You have to wait at least four to six weeks to see results with that. With the lashes, mm. it's like I didn't have one, but like I got some now, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I like, love. I was it. giving people a quick win with the with the magnetic lashes that they wouldn't be able to have if they were, you know, trying to grow them out naturally and use mascara. And what if they were sensitive like me? And so yeah. that's what motivated me to start with the magnetic lashes. Wonderful, wonderful. And I want to capture uh, Jermika, a uh, comment over on uh, LinkedIn. So much powerful and helpful information. Uh, we'll definitely share with family and friends. Thank you so much for, uh, for popping in and, and listening and sharing. And while they are listening, where are the best places for them uh, to go to connect with you, to buy product, all that good stuff? Okay. So you can get the lashes right now. They are on... Um... I won't say pre-sale anymore, but they're, I haven't officially launched until October 20th. So you can okay. get those at lashes.lafera.co. Like, okay, yeah, you got it. <laughs> you got it right um, on the screen. Screenshot. Um, <laughs> you got it up there already. And um, so right now I have three lashes up. And oh. so I have two mink lashes up and I have a um, a vegan mink lash up right now. Because not everybody wants to wear mink, even though they're cruelty-free. Um and so right now that's what's up on on that site. My other site should have been up yesterday, but they're working on it. Like the good site, like with all the stuff that's going to be on it, like the remover and all that. Oh wow! That'll be up later this week. Okay. Um, but I'll be officially launching uh, October twentieth. And um, so right now you can get you know with your lashes you can get some people call it a spoolie. I call it a lash brush. Um, but you can get that and you get the, the gold applicator. You get um, you have to get your liner separately, um, but you can get all of that um, right now on the site. And um, so so that's where you can get that right now. And you can follow okay. me at um, you can follow my company at LaFera Co. on Instagram. You can follow me at Dr. LaFera MD on all social media. Wonderful. And if you are on Charvette.com, we have uh, Dr. Ferris full bio. Also, social links are there. If you also are listening to this in the podcast version, just look at the show notes. If you're on uh, Apple iTunes and all that, Stitcher, look in the show notes. You'll have all the great connection points right there. Now, Dr. LaFerre, some people remember kind of like the traditional lashes that have glue and then you do the lashes. Some people may be new to this magnetic lash um, trend or feel can you share bless you uh can you tell the difference of why magnetic is a better more clean option than perhaps the traditional glue and strip of lashes yes so with the glue um and and the glue is 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 part of the reason why i don't have lashes 
but um, with the glue, with the individual extensions, uh, a lot of the glue has something in it called formaldehyde. Now, the type of doctor that I am, I work around formaldehyde pretty much every day. And that, that's the substance that we use to preserve organs. That's not what you want around your eyes. Um, that can create, if you're not already allergic to it, that can create allergies. And so now you're, you're going from a position where you're sensitive maybe to something to where you can't get near it at all. You can't even inhale it because you have an allergy to it. You don't want to put yourself at risk of being in that position by using either formaldehyde or something called formaldehyde releasing agents, which when it gets put onto your skin, and that's, that's in some mascaras, and that's also mm. in some makeup removers and some other products. You just have to know what, how to recognize those names. But um, so that's one, one reason you want to avoid, um, you know, a lot of the lash extensions. Now, mm. I, I do believe they're starting to make some, some of the glue um, for the extensions without those um, substances, but um, that's one reason. The other reason okay. is that those, those little extensions weigh a lot and you put a lot of, of stress on your, on your lashes. And if you notice, if you ever noticed, if you had extensions, when they come back, they come back really small and, and they come back really, you know, they have to grow to be strong. And so some people just come back in like two, three weeks and put another one right on top of those. And so what that's doing is if you ever notice someone who had braids really tight and you yes. know, heavy braids and stuff, their hair starts to thin out and um, creates something called, it could create something called traction alopecia. And you get something similar in your lashes where you're losing your lashes. And if you keep traumatizing them, if you're one of the people whose lashes are sensitive to, to the weight of those um, lashes, yeah. then your lashes might not come back if you keep doing that. So that's another reason why you don't want to use those those heavy products. So so it's a couple reasons. One, they could be heavy, and two, for the chemical. Um, and also in mascaras, like I was I was mentioning, you also have um, you also could have formaldehyde uh, releasing agents in your mascaras. Um, wow. You also could could have those in some of your eyeliners. So it's it's just important to to make sure that. Um, you know, you, you know what's in your products. And also with some of the um, the liners and adhesives, um, the glue adhesives, um, when you're taking them off, you could you could rip out your lashes. If yes. Um, you could rip out your lashes. And that's not a good thing either. If you repeatedly rip something out, you know, it, it may also uh, not come back after yeah. a while. And so with the magnetic lashes, what you do is you, you have a, a magnetic, magnetic liner and the magnetic liner has a little bit of iron oxide in it. And it's not as much iron as, say, a, a piece of metal, but it's enough that it's going to create. Um, so for my my lashes, they have mm -hmm. little magnets on them. Now, I could take them off, but I don't want to have to put them back on. Right. Don't do that. Don't do that. But um, so. Um, it, it creates um, a surface for those little magnets to grip onto that liner. And so they just snap on or jump on, some people say, or uh -huh. hop on and you're ready to go. You just make sure you put them where you want them to be. If, if they're not quite where you want them to be, you can adjust them because they're not they're not an adhesive. They're actually, yeah. um, no, I'm not going to take they're, they're not an adhesive. They're actually 
um, magnetic. So you can have some people do make um, make magnetic liners that are actually more adhesive than they are mm. uh, magnetic. And that's something uh -huh. you have to watch out for, too. And so you can stick them on there. And now when you get ready to take them off, you're like pulling like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> like <laughs> you're in the same boat as if you had bought an adhesive um, liner almost. So right. uh, it's it's just important to 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 pay attention to those those sorts of things when when you're choosing your your products, especially around your uh, eyes. Yes, such such good information. Oh my goodness, our time has flown by, uh, and I want to honor your time absolutely. Uh, so we have right on the screen. You have the link to go check it out. There's some videos I believe on the current site, and then look for the the complete, you know, release of everything. And so the final question I have for you, the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence. What continues to motivate you? What continues to motivate me is that I know that what I'm doing is, is helping me and yeah. it's helping me to defy what other people thought I would be like having a diagnosis mm -hmm. of autoimmune disease. So yeah. that's what's motivating me. What's motivating me is that I'm going to be here to see my kids grow up, you know, and I'm going to be running around with them like, you know, other parents. Um, and what's also motivating me is I know that there are other people who who also have illnesses, who have chronic illnesses, not even necessarily autoimmune diseases, but that receive a diagnosis and feel like their life is going to be altered uh, more negatively than positively. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily the case. And so that's what motivates me is showing people that you don't have to be a diagnosis. You oh, that's can be good. who you are. <laughs> you just happen to have a diagnosis that may make you be a little bit more cautious sometimes, but that doesn't define you. So that's what motivates me is, is being able to show people, show people that. Wonderful. So well said. I heard um, Brene, Brene Brown uh, mentioned, she's a great author and speaker and all of that, mentioned that her daughter was at school. And I don't know, she's school age and um, they were doing painting or whatever. And the teacher walked up and said, oh, um, whatever her name is, you're a mess. This is a, you know, a mess. And so the little girl stopped her and said, no. I'm making a mess, but I am not a mess. And That's so right. I think I think that is great, great, great. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Congratulations on the official launch. And um, we know that you've already had some great media exposure and essence and all that already. And so we're just excited to continue to see where you are going in uh, LaFera and Co. So thank you for stopping by the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you are welcome. You are welcome. All right, listeners. Wow. So much amazing information. Again, share this out, share out the video version, the podcast version. Um, thank you for those that have been hanging out with us, commenting. We see you. We appreciate you uh, here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. And again, a reminder that registration is closing October 12th for the sixth annual pop-up conference for women entrepreneurs uh, that is taking place November 4th for VIP only, November 5th and 6th at the Friday and Saturday. 
Saturday. Come be with us here in Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia, register at uh, heygirlhey.biz, not .org, not .com, heygirlhey.biz. Do that before October uh, 12th. And I'm super excited uh, for everyone that tuned in and just caught the show. And I'm your lovely, amazing host, Charvette Mitchell. And I'm going to see you all later on the web. Bye. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.